Welcome to the Not On My Watch podcast, where real-life issues facing the family and the church are addressed with bold and uncompromising truth. It's time to reject the mediocrity of the day, live courageously in the face of danger, and declare, Not On My Watch. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson. Welcome to the Not On My Watch podcast. That's right, it's something different. Uh, Really excited about this new launch and we've been really excited to share it with you. Hey, take a moment to subscribe, uh, YouTube, like, share, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. We wanna make sure this gets out to as many people as possible because we believe this is gonna help churches, it's gonna help families. Absolutely. And with this launch of a new podcast, uh, we have a launch of an entire new ministry and so excited about Not On My Watch. Uh, We are an official 501c3 um, nonprofit organization ready to serve leaders, parents, grandparents, anybody who cares about the next generation with resources of how to Mm -hmm. reject mediocrity and to herald the truth in the world today. So... Really excited about that. So you need to check out our new website. And do you want to let them know about that? Yeah, www.notonmywatch.co.co.co. Co. Co. So go there. Uh, and when you go there, there's articles there. Obviously, the podcast is there. Um, there are tools to help you. Uh, to yes. empower you. That's that's our mission. And really ways is. to stay connected, even to more tools. So sign up for a yep. newsletter. Uh, all you got to do is put in your email address. We will not inundate you. Absolutely. Like We will not be those people. Yes. Um, now, you, you will receive... Um, probably close to weekly, um, just short newsletters, mm-hmm. just talking about things that you care about because you are listening to this podcast. So if you're listening to this, you care about those things. So. Oh, absolutely. And we're excited for the launch of this. Maybe we should share a little bit about how this started. I feel like that is multiple podcasts. I feel like <laughs> yeah. God's been birthing yeah. this in us for a really long oh, time. Yes. Um, now is the time, but uh, it's been... I, honestly, I feel like a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I know that sounds funny, um, and I don't think I really want to go into all of that, but really the impetus for doing this started a couple of years ago when I was at a conference. We were both there, yeah. and we were hearing somebody speak that they were sharing statistics about the, the next gen. So you're talking about Gen Z, alpha generation, and the statistics of what they foresee if things do not change within that generation in regards to biblical worldview, uh, following Christ, Mm -hmm. staying connected to the church, living for Jesus. (laughs) And those statistics are stark. Mm -hmm. Um, And these aren't new. Like, we knew these. We even just talked about this. You've been preaching on this for decades honestly like if nothing's done this is what we're going to 15 years ago i remember preaching on the fact that if nothing's done this is 15 years ago at least okay being conservative 15 years ago if nothing's done what we're looking at is four percent biblical worldview and so 15 years like 20 years ago probably that amount of time has passed I would say we're here ministry practice has largely gone unchanged they've heard the warnings largely unchanged and here we are. So these are yeah. the kind of statistics yes. we were hearing at this conference. Yes. And hundreds of people there. And I'm sitting taking notes. And I'm just 
like this fire is raising up within me. I could feel it. <laughs> like, yeah, Literally, I think it was emanating. You, we didn't even talk. I could feel it. I could we feel were it. sitting next to yes. each other. But still, like, it was like, I was getting uncomfortable, kind of shifty. <laughs> and... I literally, I don't know. I couldn't take it anymore. I could not take mm-hmm. all the statistics just being flouted. Yeah. I don't even know. If, I don't know what word that was, but I just made it up. And I just yelled out in the crowd of hundreds, yep. not on my watch. And like, it was like a rally cry. Oh, like yeah. people were like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, and the speaker's like, yeah, what that lady said. And... <laughs> yeah. and and then, like, it just stuck. Like, I kept saying, yep. not on my watch. Like, I'm not going to let mm-hmm. my kids graduate from my house and not know the Lord. Like, I'm going to do Absolutely. everything in my power. Can I control them? No. I don't even want yeah. to control them. I want them to fall in love with Jesus and his word, not because I tell them to, but because he's good and worthy and yes. perfect yes. and has a perfect plan for them. Yep. And Anyway, so I'm just not willing. And so there, it just kind of started birthing. Like, yeah. And it's been going, and it's about two years of marinating and you and I praying Mm -hmm. about it and figuring out what do we do. And this is the time. And so I would tell you expect books, expect resources, expect more podcasts. Guess what? Expect us to be bold truth tellers. Like, We've been telling the truth, but... We we want to talk about some things that... that people are afraid to talk about. <laughs> people are afraid to talk about. People are dealing with, and not a whole lot of people are saying anything about it. And we're just going to be unafraid, yeah. people. Yes. Because uh, if you look up and read about, in the Bible, again, we are yes. Bible... Ah, like that's Bible our founded. Bible one of our, one of our core yes. values. Bar- uh, Bible if center. you look in the Bible, here's what... Yes. Here's what courage. Mm-hmm. And now is the time to have courage. Like this is not the time to bunker down and to new. This is the time to have courage. And so we're not going to ask you to have courage or, oh, you do it. Um, You're so strong. (laughs) Guess what? We're going to do it too. Yeah. Like we're all going to do it. We're going to tell the truth. We're going to be loud about it. And we're not going to sit down. We're not. We're not going to be quiet about something that people are, there are people that are suffering out there. There's a generation in crisis that does not have a biblical worldview. We don't want to sit here and say, oh, okay, well, that's fine. We're yeah, and I'm saying, it. you know what? Mock on. <clears throat> Mock on. It, do, it, it yeah. doesn't deter me. You know, right. some people are like, not on my watch. Yeah. <laughs> mock on. Yes. Because guess what? You know, mm-hmm. you can just mock yourself on way to a, yes. a, a road that leads to destruction. Yep. And I don't want that for you. But I'm not going to get off of the road that God's called me to, to appease you. And so I've got a mandate. Absolutely. You've got a mandate. Yep. And we're going to share that. And we are going to be loud, bold, and Mm -hmm. and, of course, loving, of course. Like that. But one of the theme passages is Ezekiel chapter Mm 3, verse 17. Yeah. And what God told the prophet Ezekiel, he said, Ezekiel, I'm calling you from being a priest. I'm going to change your 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 job description. You're going to become a prophet. And you're not going to speak to people of strange tongue, a strange language, of foreigners. You're going to be, speak to people you're familiar with. You're going to speak to the Jewish people. You know their language. And here is why I want you to speak to them. Because they have a hard heart. But I've read this this, this morning. But I'm going to I'm going to make your forehead as hard as flint. He basically said 
They're stubborn. I'm going to make you hard. I'm going to make you stubborn because I need these people to at least have a warning of what's to come. I don't know mm. if it was because other people, you know, God was looking and, you know, didn't find a prophet who was willing to do this. We know Jeremiah at the time was willing to say hard things, but he found a man in the person Ezekiel who was willing to say hard things and warn other people of the impending danger. There were other prophets who were saying, everything's going to be fine. But he said, Ezekiel, I need you to tell the truth. So yeah. we need truth tellers yeah, like, in our world. We need, on, we need truth tellers in our world that's who good. aren't going to say what people, they think people want to hear, who are just going to share the truth. Because we have people, uh, w- w- there's parents out there who kids are walking away from the faith and everybody's pretending like it's okay. Yeah. They're, your kids won't talk to you. And we're sitting here saying, okay, what can we, do? let's talk about that. What can we do about that? Not on our watch. Can we control? Absolutely not. But we can do everything in our power to rescue others. Jude says, rescue others from the flames. Absolutely. So. I, I just think that's so huge. I, I think we also want to just be a rally cry yes. to Christian parents. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to be mocked. I know we talked mm-hmm. about a little mocking here yeah. and things like that. But I just want to tell you parents, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Grandparents, people who are going to stand for the truth of the word, yep. you will be mocked. Yes. And uh, my, my response is, look at what's happening to kids in the world. Mm-hmm. And say, do I want my kids to be a part of this? No. I mean, it's on fire. The, the world is on fire. The world's yes. on fire. And so you just have to sit there and say, I, you know what? My kids need me to be able to take it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm going to make your forehead like flat. Like you've got to have the thick skin to say, yeah. you know, what? I'll take it so that my kids can yes. know Jesus. Oh, I absolutely. will take it so that my kids can grow up in a, in a place where dysfunction does not rule the day. Yeah. So that they can know who Jesus is. So yes. uh, that's in a snippet, yeah. not on my watch. It, it also really refers to the church. Mm-hmm. I tell you, the church is not acting like the church that no. Jesus said he was coming for. He's coming for a pure and spotless bride. Yes. And the church is too concerned with power and money yes. and, and control to really be acting like they are to be. And I, I just speak for myself. I mean, I know you agree. I, 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 am, I am so frustrated and just sick of <laughs> things being allowed in the body of Christ and people not saying anything about it. Abuse in the body of Christ. We're talking about sexual abuse, spiritual abuse, all kinds of abuse, economic abuse. Uh, emotional I'm, I'm, abuse. Emotional abuse. And people not talking about it because guess what? It's never the right time. It's never the right process. Well, I tell you what. Not on my watch is all about calling out the hypocrisy in spiritual leaders. If people are going to trust the church, they need to know that there are integrous spiritual leaders inside the church. Not everybody's an abuser. Not every pastor's uh, an abuser. Absolutely not. And so we're kind of calling for people to rise up as protectors, to not feed on the flock that God has entrusted to us, but shepherd the flock God has entrusted to us. We live in a time, just like the Old Testament prophets, where God told Ezekiel and told Jeremiah, They're, my shepherds are no longer feeding the flock, feeding the flock. They're feeding on the flock. They're taking advantage of them. And I tell you what, we need to expose false shepherds and just empower and equip the real shepherds. Boom. Okay, so, so we're talking about parenting. Yeah. We're talking about the next generation. We're talking about leadership. We're talking about spiritual leadership, talking yes. about within the church. And I also want to tell, there's one more kind of vein um, or way that we're, we're addressing too, is we're talking about marriage. Yeah. 
And why do we why do we want to talk about marriage? Because the world needs some people yes. who uh, a man and a woman who are married and not just staying together so that they can I don't know fulfill some yeah. obligation yeah. until the time is right. right. Uh, there needs to be people who are showing what it means to be two equals, yes. a husband and a wife who are both called of God, both yep. called to uh, to image Him. And mm-hmm. also to honor him, but it, this isn't this power struggle. I, I just want to say that is not how a marriage is supposed to be. This, ooh, who's 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 gonna make all the decisions? And you who's better, in charge? Yeah, here. you better cook, and then you better, you know, bring home the bacon. You know what? God <laughs> has has entrusted yes. the man and the woman to lead the home in honoring Christ. Yeah, and. He said two is better than one. This is not just a uh, contractual relationship or things like this. This is a spiritual covenant that mirrors what God is doing in his people. And on that, I just want to say this. I am so thankful and really just I want to be a champion of the mom movements out there that have rallied the troops, so to speak, and to kind of awaken us to the plight of, of the next generation and things like that and marriage. But this is not a mom movement. When I say but, doesn't mean, I want to champion those things. But we are here. Because they have the same goal as us. They have I the mean, that's same like, exact yeah, goal. I mean, that's but similar, we are here, yeah. and I want to highlight what you just said. It's both mom and dad. I don't want to be a dad. I'll just speak for myself. I don't want to be a dad who sits on the sidelines. I don't want to be a dad who says, I'm Unless be, you're there cheering I'm going to leave it to on. the, yeah, exactly. I don't want to leave it to the competent women. And there's a lot of competent women and passionate women and that are doing some great things. And that's, that's wonderful. Uh, I want to be a dad who says, wait, 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 no, I, I, I don't want it to, you know, we, we talk about mama bear, which is awesome. I don't want to leave it to the moms to feel like they're protecting the family by themselves. To yeah, me, this I think is that's a joint effort. I think it's very dishonoring. Yeah, you go get a mama bear. Meanwhile, we dads, we just kind of sit off to the side. I don't want to sit on the sidelines. I want to engage in the fight. So, so this is a mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, yes. pastor, teacher, uh, administrator, yep. uh, movement, youth leader, whoever <laughs> you are that cares about the next generation. This is your movement. Yes, yes. You're a part of it. Absolutely. And so stay connected. Listen to the podcast. Check out the, the website. You're going to be seeing so much more. Yep. Um, we're excited. We Can't are wait. so, so excited. This has been... I would say years in the making. It is. It and yep. this is the time. God said this is the time and we're running with it. We're excited, believing for much fruit. Um, and I yep. know that no matter what, we're going to be obedient just to to share what we feel the Lord has laid on our heart and expect him for results. So We can't wait. Uh, until next time. Right. We'll see right you now. on the Not On My Watch podcast. Yes. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Not On My Watch podcast. You are a watchman for this time and hour. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you listen. If you haven't already, head on over to our website, www.notonmywatch.co, for more resources from Jeff and Rochelle. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time on the next episode. But until then, keep watchful.